emanating from www.michaelnimmons.org It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. This is Michael Eric Dyson. I'm Kevin Merida, Senior Vice President of ESPN. Hi everyone, this is Roxy Roll from Western Air, Bahamas. I'm Monica Morgan, international photojournalist and motivational speaker. Hello there, I'm meteorologist Denise Isaac from WXYZ Channel 7. Hey, this is Maurice Griffin from BET Sunday's Best. I'm Lauren Winfrey, TV news reporter for today's TMJ4 in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. This is Dr. Eddie Connor, and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud show with my main man, Michael Nimmons. Grew up listening and singing If I Could Be Like Mike, and I really do, so I had to listen to how he brings it, how he flows with it, how he engages you, how he speaks truth to power and inspires you to do something greater than ever before. Don't you dare miss it. Continue to listen. Think out loud. Speak out loud. It's Michael Nimitz. You're listening to, and you're listening to, the Thinking Out Loud radio show. 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 The Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. One of the best radio shows that I've ever been on. And in Detroit, I can't go without Thinking Out Loud with my boy, Michael Nimitz. Featuring author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nimitz. the show featuring CEO of Divinity Divine Magazine, Darlin Johnson. Tell our listeners what it was like sitting on the couch with Bishop T.D. Jakes on the T.D. Jakes Show. Catch it on Apple iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And this all happened in one day. So I had 24 hours to get dressed, uh, find a babysitter, pack, and I was on a plane to L.A. And then we were on to the set, and we came out, and I find out that I'm the star of the show. I, like, I was going to be used as the, uh, the kind of, like, pitch for it all. So uh, they considered me as um, the single woman who interviewed men prior to uh, dating them. It was a great experience. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And I'm your host, author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nimmons. And you're tuned in to the show that's giving voice to issues that matter to you. We are truly, truly excited that you've tuned in to what we're calling the NABJ edition, the National Association of Black Journalists edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We've got another great show in store for you. And, of course, this is Election Day, and hopefully 
everyone that's listening under the sound of my voice got out and exercised their right to vote. Uh, if you're listening to us on Tuesday, August the 7th at 8 p.m., the polls have just closed. So kudos to you if you did get out and vote, and we truly appreciate it. If you are listening during the rebroadcast of today's show on Wednesday at 8 a.m., and you voted on yesterday, kudos to you. Or if you're listening on Friday at 8 p.m. on WDPR 102.4 and you voted, kudos to you as well. Or if you're listening to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Spotify, and you voted, kudos to you as well. But, and that's a big but, but if you are listening during any of those times previously mentioned and you didn't go out and vote, shame on you. Shame on you. During our Get Out the Vote show on last week, we heard uh, the Honorable uh, Detroit City Council President Brenda Jones remind us of the importance of voting. People bled, fought, and even died for us to have the right to vote. And we're living in a day and time where our right to vote is being infringed upon just for political gamesmanship. You know, uh, you heard what's happening in Ohio, which, by the way, is a battleground state. Remember that if you haven't voted in two years, your name will automatically be dropped from the voter registry. And who do you think that's going to help? Who do you think that's going to benefit? The Republicans. The Republicans are strategically trying to narrow the electorate to hopefully offset or balance out the number of votes against their party. And as much as they know that this election is a referendum, not just on Trump, but also on the entire Republican Party. They are in charge of both the House and the Senate and also the executive branch. And look what kind of extraordinary mess they've made. The Republican leadership knows that their days are numbered and come November, things could look a lot different in Washington. So they're trying to save face and we as Democrats do not want to do anything to help them in their effort to suppress our vote. I know voter apathy is real. Yes, it is real. And people out there um, are always complaining about um, what's going on in the political arena and um, giving excuses as to why they don't vote. And voter apathy is one of those excuses. Not being, not seeing real change uh, in Washington, not seeing real change in Michigan or in, in the local uh, governments, um, wherever you live, um, uh, simply because you have exercised your right to vote. <clears throat> but we cannot use voter apathy as uh, an excuse not to vote. Not voting is not the answer. Let me say that again. Not voting 
is not the answer. If voting was not important, and this is the last thing that I will say on this subject, Russia would not have interfered in our election process. If voting wasn't important, then Russia would not have interfered in our electoral process. And regardless of the rhetoric that's coming out of the president's mouth about the Russian interference being a hoax, the U.S. intelligence community has already confirmed that Russia did interfere and have amped up their efforts in light of the president's recent pushback on the matter. And the only reason he's continuing to push back is because, remember this, he knows his campaign not just colluded with Russia, but here's the key word, conspired with Russia for him to become president, therefore making his presidency illegitimate. That's why you're continuing to hear him and his surrogates say there was no collusion, no collusion. Or now they're saying we're not even sure collusion is a crime. Really? It is a crime. It is a crime. And the proper word is conspiracy that he conspired with the Russian government uh, or with a foreign entity. Uh, to um, uh, influence the elector, the U.S. electoral process. Their story changes by the minute. But remember, you heard it here first. The mother investigation will conclude soon with the following findings that Trump did collude and conspire with the foreign government to become president and he will be in peace. You heard it here first. The dominoes are falling and um, the way that we can ensure that this happens is we go out to the polls this November and vote. We've got to vote. We've got to make sure that we change. Um, <clears throat> we change not just who's in the White House, but we also change who's in the House and in the Senate. We need to change uh, things in Washington, D.C. Remember, do your part. Let's do our part and go out and vote. You have another opportunity to make up for what you didn't do on, on today in November. Let's get it right this time. Let's go out to the polls and vote. You have no right to complain if you didn't vote. Your voice, your vote. Remember that. A lot has been going on. A lot has been happening besides Election Day that we need to catch you up on. First things first, it is our one year anniversary. That's right. The Thinking Out Loud radio show is now officially one years old. Uh, we have been on Blog Talk Radio uh, for exactly one year. I can't believe it either. Time has definitely flown by. And 54 shows later, we are now one years old. We are truly excited about the progress our show has made and listeners we've gained over the past 12 months. And we truly, truly appreciate you 
listening to us, whether you're listening at 8 p.m. on Tuesday evenings or now at 8 a.m. on Wednesday morning or 8 p.m. on Friday evening on WDPR 102.4. Or if you just catch us on the podcast, either way, we appreciate and love you just the same. Thank you so very much for taking time out of your day to listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We want to say thank you for taking the time to listen. With your help, you can make this show even better. With your help, we can get to 100 shows. With your help, the Thinking Out Loud radio show can become a household name. And if you're asking how, I'm so glad you asked. Well, if you're a fan of the show and you've liked our fan page, help us to get the word out by sharing the post on our Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page. That's Facebook.com slash Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Facebook.com slash Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. We've got a lot of great posts on there um, that we post on a regular basis. We love to get your comments and feedback on the articles and videos that we share um, and that we've seen on social media and some of them we discuss on the show as well so do us a favor and share those posts also invite others to like the Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page and if you listen at 8pm or 8am tell your relatives, neighbors friends, co-workers and followers about the show and how they can listen as well. Show them how easy it is to listen on your smartphone, tablet, or computer just by simply doing a Google search for our show. It's just that simple. Type in Thinking Out Loud radio show and all kinds of search results should come up for our show. And if you have any of the music apps on your iPhone or Android device like iHeartRadio or TuneIn or Spotify or Google Play Music or Apple Podcasts. Um, they're easy to download to your smartphone or tablet. Just a quick download and once you've downloaded those apps, just do a search for the Thinking Out Loud radio show. When our show comes up, just just so you don't miss an episode, hit the subscribe button. And that way, every time a new show is loaded, it goes right to your phone and you get notified. That's how easy and simple it is. See? See what I mean? And then, once you find the show on any of those podcasting apps... Um, after you've hit the subscribe button, do us a big favor and rate and review the show as well. Rating and reviewing the show will help us to get more exposure on those podcasting networks like Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeart, or Spotify. The higher the rating and more reviews, then our show will be featured on the front pages of these sites where most other highly rated and ranked shows are located. So that way, more people will see us and it will eventually increase our listening audience as well. So, hopefully you can help us out with that. Very simple 
uh, only takes a few minutes, and we hope and we hope that you'll do us do us that favor and uh, rate and review our show, subscribe to the podcast, and be sure to tell somebody about the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We are officially one years old! Yay! <laughs> As we said earlier, we're calling this episode of the Thinking Out Loud radio show the NABJ edition. And we're happy to welcome Emmy Award winning journalist and anchor for WXYZ Channel 7, Carolyn Clifford, on the show with us on tonight. Yay! That's right. We recently talked with her about the NAB, the National Association of Black Journalists Conference that was held right here in the city of Detroit this past week, August the 1st through the 5th at the Renaissance Center. And some of the activities that took taking place is, um, there as well as some burning questions that we had concerning the media and the freedoms of the press and the president's constant berating of the press. We discuss all of this and more in just a few minutes. So don't you touch that dial. Don't forget our thought of the week. Always, always, always remember uh, to listen to the entire show because we always try to have a great thought of the week for you. That's right. And we've got a great thought of the week. But you got to listen to the entire show. I guarantee you, you're going to be blessed. Remember to follow all of our social media accounts on Twitter at TOL Radio Show, on Instagram at The TOL Radio Show, and on our Facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud Radio. That's right, think, facebook.com Thinking Out Loud Radio. What you thinking about? 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 This week's What Are You Thinking About segment talking about LeBron James. That's right. We're starting to become a fan of his off-the-court approach to sports and politics. You know, last week we talked about him opening up a charter school for at-risk youth in his hometown of Akron, Ohio, and all of the different things that he plans to do for them to help them beat the odds. Well, this week, according to the Los Angeles Times, LeBron James will be producing a docu-series on Showtime coming up this fall called, wait for it, Shut Up and Dribble. <laughs> Where did we hear that before? Shut Up and Dribble. I mean, genius. Genius. Isn't this a brilliant idea? If you recall, Fox News anchor Laura Ingram coined this racist remark in response to LeBron James and Kevin Durant criticizing the President Trump, President Trump in an interview with ESPN Alice Kerry Champion. Here's what she had to say. This is a jump doc alert. NBA superstar LeBron James is talking politics again, and this time it's R-rated. 
Here's his barely intelligible, not to mention ungrammatical take on President Trump in a new ESPN podcast. The number one job in America, the point of person, is someone who doesn't understand the people and really don't give a fuck about the people. But wait, there's more gripping insight. ESPN host Carrie Champion asked James and fellow NBA star Kevin Durant about what she described as Trump's racist comments. I feel like our team as a, as a country is not ran by a great coach. It's not even a surprise when he says something. It's not even a surprise. It's like laughable. It's like, it's that's laughable. Bad. It's laughable and but it's scary. It, but it's also scary. Right, because right. I shouldn't be numb to your racist right, comments. Right, right. I shouldn't yeah. be numb to your behavior. Take a listen. Must they run their mouths like that? Unfortunately, a lot of kids and some adults take these ignorant comments seriously. Look, there might be a cautionary lesson in LeBron for kids. This is what happens when you attempt to leave high school a year early to join the NBA. And it's always unwise to seek political advice from someone who gets paid $100 million a year to bounce a ball. Oh, and LeBron and Kevin... You're great players, but no one voted for you. Millions elected Trump to be their coach. So keep the political commentary to yourself, or as someone once said, shut In a brilliant move to not just capitalize on Ingram's racist rant, but to also create a platform for athletes to show another side of themselves, Especially during this, the heat of this NFL protest controversy continuing with NFL players choosing to kneel during the NFL anthem to protest black and brown people being beaten, brutalized, and even murdered by the police. So I think that this is a brilliant move by LeBron and another definite example of his entrepreneurial acumen and intelligence despite what Trump tweeted uh, out a couple days ago after an interview uh, LeBron had with Don Lemon where he again criticizes the president. Trump tweeted out, LeBron James was just interviewed by the dumbest man on television. Really? Don Lemon, Mr. Trump wrote, he made LeBron look smart, which isn't easy to do. I like Mike. <laughs> Man, that, that, no, we all know who's who's the dumbest one in this this conversation, right? We we all know that. We all know who the dummy is. <laughs> I feel like, well, you know, saying like uh, Fred Sanford always says to Lamont, you big dummy. <laughs> we know who that is. <laughs> oh, man, I'm telling you. But um, but I love how LeBron chooses a different approach to dealing with these racist jabs from the bullies in the media and in the White House. Turn it around on them and make some money off of it at the same time. Brilliant, brilliant, genius. It kind of reminds me of what the former first lady Michelle Obama said our approach should be when confronted with the vitriol and venom of negative people. She said, When they go low, we go high. 
Also, we have relaunched our Michael Nemes Ministries website. That's right, it's back up. It was down for a few weeks. We're doing some things, making some changes and whatnot. Uh, but it is back up and running, <coughs> excuse me, in cyberspace. And it's now www.michaelnemons.com. M I C H A E L N I M M O N S dot com. We have transitioned from the dot org back to a dot com. And we're planning to do a lot of great things from our site. We're going to be blogging again very soon and opening an e store where you'll be able to purchase our books and other merchandise. We're looking at um, we're working on a t-shirt design for the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We're opening to do a lot of great things from this site, and we need your support. If you want to reach us for event bookings, show recommendations, or just want to share a comment or give us a feedback, you can email us at contact at michaelnimmons.com. That's contact at michaelnimmons.com. We've made a few housekeeping changes to the site, so be sure to check it out and let us know what you think. Again, that's michaelnimmons.com. Today is another special day. You know, we talked to you about uh, our, you know, we talked about election day and this being uh, the time for you to go out and vote. Uh, we also talked about uh, this being our one year show anniversary and uh, how special that is to us and uh, how much we appreciate you listening. But it is also another very special anniversary for us as well. Today is also my 14th wedding anniversary with my beautiful wife, Tiffany Nimmons. My beautiful wife, Tiffany, and I were married 14 years ago today in sweet wedded bliss. And this song playing in the background is a song that we chose for Tiffany to walk down in her beautiful white gown down the aisle to Etta James' beautiful rendition of At Last. <laughs> I can remember it just like it was yesterday. I know you can remember it too, Tiff. Um, I can still see her coming down the aisle 14 years ago in that white gown. This song really capsulizes how I felt then. And how I truly feel even right now about my at last. <sighs> I know you remember that day, Tiff. And I just want to send a special message to my beautiful bride of 14 years that I love you and I care deeply about you. Help me wish my lovely, lovely bride, Tiffany Nimmons, a wonderful and happy anniversary.
We're gonna let this beautiful song take us right to commercial. But when we come back, we're gonna be talking with Emmy winning anchor from WXYZ's own Channel 7, Carolyn Clifford. This is definitely an interview you don't wanna miss. Don't you go anywhere, don't touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. Stay tuned for more motivation, more inspiration, and more empowerment on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked. My name is Maya, and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with radio show host and my daddy, Michael Nimmons. You better listen to that little girl. Got the munchies? Call Munchie! If you worked all day, need a break? Call Munchie! Having a party for the big game? Call Munchie! If you want some mouth-watering pizza and wings? Call Munchie! Call 248-476-7272. Located at 34527 Grand River in Farmington. When you have the munchies, call munchies. It's their birthday. They need a gift for that special someone. Then call KCN Designs and sit back and smile. KCN Designs specialize in custom-made all occasion baskets that are sure to make that special someone smile. Call KCN Designs today at 248-820-3691. That's 248-820-3691 and order your custom basket today. Looking for a professional tax and bookkeeping service? Then look no further than Consumer Tax Clinic. This is a full-service preparation and bookkeeping service that prides itself on great customer service, professionalism, and getting results. Have tax returns that still need to be filed or getting audited or having issues with IRS? Call Consumer Tax Clinic today at 248-395-0079. That's 248-395-0079. Consumer Tax Clinic, a tax service designed with you in mind. What's up, fam? This is Pastor Mike Nimmers of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And if you want to be inspired, if you want to be motivated, if you want to be uplifted, then you need to listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We have great guests, great discussion, great interviews, and you're inspired and empowered all in the same show. That's why you need to listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show every Tuesday at 8 p.m. on Blog Talk Radio. That's blogtalkradio.com slash thinkingoutloudradio. And now you can listen to the show on WDPR 102.4 every Friday at 8 p.m. Stream the show at www.wdpr102.4.com. Or check out the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, TuneIn, and now on iHeartRadio. It's the best alternative to whatever you're listening to, guaranteed. Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. 
giving voice to issues that matter to you. Miss the show featuring CEO of Divinity Divine Magazine, Daryl Johnson. Tell our listeners what it was like sitting on the couch with Bishop T.D. Jakes on the T.D. Jakes Show. Catch it on Apple iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And this all happened in one day. So I had 24 hours to get dressed, uh, find a babysitter, pack, and I was on a plane to L.A. And then we were on to the set, and we came out, and I find out that I'm the star of the show. I, like, I was going to be used as the, uh, the kind of like pitch for it all. So uh, they considered me as um, the single woman who interviewed men prior to uh, dating them. It was a great experience. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. Have you purchased Michael Nimmin's new book entitled Vision? It is definitely a bestseller in the making. This book is full of positive insights on vision from people like President Barack Obama, Nelson Mandela, and Dr. Miles Monroe. Michael Nimmons offers a riveting and thought-provoking perspective on how spiritual vision transcends both natural and mental vision and propels you to your place of destiny and purpose in God. It is definitely a must-have. Just $20 for hard copy and $3.99 in ebook format. Available online everywhere books are sold. Get your copy today. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. We are back on what we're calling the NABJ edition of the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. And that stands for National Association of Black Journalists. Those that didn't know that. And of course, they are convening their national convention down at the Detroit Renaissance Center. Uh, they've been down there since August the 1st, and they'll be down there through August the 5th. And this is their national convention they're holding right here in the beautiful city of Detroit, Michigan. And we're so happy to have them here, and not only that, but also to have a decorated and distinguished journalist on the line with us on tonight, who's also a member of the NABJ. And I want to give her a proper introduction before we bring her on. She is an Emmy Award winning anchor and reporter at WXYZ TV Channel 7. She anchors the 4, 6, 7, and 11 p.m. newscast. She's a native Detroiter who grew up on the northwest side of the city, and she's a proud graduate of Michigan State University. Go Spartans! She's a 13-time Emmy Award winner, including three-time Emmy for Best News Anchor. When she's not at the anchor desk, she's actively involved in the Detroit community, volunteering and speaking and giving of her time to worthy causes. She's received numerous awards, not just for her work as a broadcaster, but for her volunteer work in the community. I want you to give a warm, thinking out loud radio show welcome to Emmy Award winning WXYZ Channel 7 anchor woman and new friend of the show, 
Miss Carolyn Clifford. Welcome to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, Carolyn. Well, thank you, Michael, and what a nice introduction. Well, thank you for being a part of the Thinking Out Loud radio show with us on tonight. And I'm sure all the, of the Detroiters that are listening to our show and this interview uh, truly appreciate uh, you being the face of Channel 7, as well as all the work that you do uh, in the community for the citizens of the city of Detroit. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. I, I was born and raised in Detroit, as you know. I'm from a a really big family. I'm the youngest of uh, uh, nine, really ten kids, because my mom adopted my sister, which made ten of us instead of just nine of us. And I have so many nieces and nephews and other relatives in the state of Detroit that I was really, really happy to return home 20 years ago. So happy to be here. So I want to start here. As you know, the NABJ, the National Association of Black Journalists, is in town uh, been in town since uh, August the 1st and having their annual convention or conference through August the 5th in the city of Detroit. The last time the NABJ was in Detroit was 26 years ago in 1992. Uh, Carolyn, I want you to tell our listeners what it means for this historic organization to be back here right in Detroit, Michigan. Well, it's really amazing just to see the turnaround in the city of Detroit, not just for NABJ convention, but any convention coming to the city of Detroit. So many times people have turned away from the Motor City thinking that we couldn't hold such a a beautiful convention as this with 3,000 people coming downtown, walking around in our restaurants, in our hotels. But because of really what Mayor Duggan has done for the city of Detroit, uh, Plenty of conventions are coming here now. The auto show, NABJ, before they would turn their back, backs on us. But now we can shout it out uh, loud and proud. We look good. Uh, the turnaround is still continuing. So it's amazing to have that kind of convention in the city. And it, it brings dollars to the city of Detroit and brings a great reputation and shines a real popular light on the city of Detroit. And think about some of the people we've had here. Spike Lee, Tyler Perry. Uh, we saw Jamel Hill, you know, awarded there on the NABJ stage. Kim performing right at Shane Park for many of the people who went to NABJ. So it's it's just a, a fascinating thing to see and watch and really take part of. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm a big fan of Jamel Hill and uh, her and I are good friends and so proud of um, the work that she is doing. Um, proud Michigan State grad and Mumford grad. Uh, but she just recently received the NABJ's Journalist of the Year Award right here uh, during this year's convention. Yeah, she deserved it. And, I mean, she went through a lot of controversy but came through the storm, you know, shining proudly. And then even Mumford High School, you know, naming the gym after her. So many, many accolades to her. And uh, just love seeing her back in the city of Detroit. I know you are enjoying our interview with Emmy-winning news anchor from WXYZ Channel 7, Carolyn Clifford. We're so happy to have her on the show with us on tonight. And she was just sharing with us some insights on the NABJ. And speaking of the NABJ, it is 43 years old and started back in 1975 in Washington, D.C., 
Uh, Carolyn, I want you to tell our listeners about the significance and importance of an organization such as the NABJ and what it means to African-American journalists and broadcasters such as yourself. Well, I'll I'll tell you this. Uh, Growing up and wanting to get into journalism, especially coming from the city of Detroit, I grew up watching Channel 7. I did not watch Channel 4. I did not watch uh, Fox 2, obviously. That was a CBS affiliate when I was a little girl. But growing up in the city, when I turn on Channel 7, you'd see a lot of black faces on Channel 7, from Diana Lewis to Doris Bisco, Dana Eubanks, uh, Bill Proctor, Val Clark. I could name all of the people that I would see. So I thought that was just the norm to see African Americans working in the TV business. But after graduating from Michigan State and starting out in the television business in Lansing, I was the only black face in that newsroom. And I went from Lansing to Orlando, back to Lansing, to Raleigh, North Carolina, to Pittsburgh, and then back home. And everywhere I went, really, there would only be one black reporter. There might be one black manager in the newsroom. Uh, But we are not seen like that. So when I talk to African-American kids who want to come into journalism, I explain to them, that's what you'll face when you're trying to get a job. My my first reporter uh, reporting job, at the CBS affiliate in Lansing, my girlfriend actually graduated from Michigan State, and she was a reporter. And as an intern, they would let me do reports on the air for free, but I couldn't get hired at TV6 in Lansing until my girlfriend literally left, and then they gave me a paid slot. That's how difficult it is for us to get jobs really across the country. Even to this day, you can pull up any station website, and you will see very few African-American Uh, faces. So you have to be prepared. So a convention like NABJ is so vital. It's been around for so many years, but we need to be trained. And, you know, that's why we need to mentor kids. And a convention like this, I mean, you can learn uh, writing skills. You can learn how to put together a great resume. You can network with people who will pull you up. During my first internship uh, way back when in Boston, I remember two older black gentlemen telling me, this is what I want you to remember, Carolyn, we're going to help you. But when you arrive to where you are, you're going to have to pull one up behind you. And so I always remember that. And I tell other young African-Americans who come into our business, you know, when you're rising, make sure you grab one and bring them right back with you. So you got, we have to train them up. And so that's what NABJ is really all about, just networking and teaching African-Americans what they need to do in order to succeed in our business. I know you are enjoying our interview with news anchor and Emmy Award winning journalist, Miss Carolyn Clifford. We're so happy to have her on the Thinking Out Loud radio show with us on tonight. Um, so you talked a little bit about, um, you know, the NABJ and, and how you got started. But we want to know, uh, Carolyn, uh, what got you inspired to go into broadcast journalism? It's always interesting and intriguing uh, to find out um, how influential individuals such as yourself got started in their careers. Well, I want to go back to in my high school days growing up in the city of Detroit, Um, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. I had a lot of kids around me who kind of knew, oh, I want to go into, you know, the medical field or I want to go into engineering and that sort of thing. In high school, I really loved theater. I was a dancer. I was a cheerleader. I did run track and things like that. But I was also on the forensics team, which is really like the debate team or um, it's, it's more like theater. 
Uh, so I had a history teacher in my high school who actually guided me and said, you know, Carolyn, you should really major in communications or journalism. Still, though, when I went to Michigan State initially, I looked in a book, and this is really important for any young person listening, listening to me because I thought about money. How can I, how can I make money? And I literally chose pre-dentistry when I first got to Michigan State. And I'm just not good in math and science, as a lot of people are, aren't. I was, I was more inclined to, to write and I was a good speaker, and I didn't mind being in front of crowds and that sort of thing. So that history teacher in high school telling me to major in journalism or communications was, was right on the money because once I switched my major to journalism, it's almost like a light bulb went off, and that's where I was supposed to be. And I kind of told you about my track. It's, it's difficult. It's competitive, and it's even more competitive to, to today uh, to make it in our business, but you have to be willing to do just about anything. I did a lot of internships for free, and I was willing to learn just about anything along the way. I think my first internship at a little radio station, I would empty the garbage cans. I'd bring coffee to people, that sort of thing. When I uh, interned at a, 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 a station in Boston, and it was called People Are Talking, the same guy who is the host of Dancing with the Stars today, Tom Bergeron, he was actually the host of that show, but I would have to get guests for that show. And as an intern, if I would say, hey, I can't find somebody to be on the show, they would say, keep calling, you'll find somebody. Anyway, the bottom line is that's how hard it was to get into this business. Now, when you think about me wanting to represent African Americans or why I have a burning desire to continue in this business, it, I really love representing our community. I like it when young kids get to see me and I let them know I'm just like you. I came from Detroit. I didn't come from money. I didn't come from privilege. I didn't have a special name. You know, I worked really hard to get where I am. And so when I'm out speaking to young people and they say, well, why do you all do um, negative stories in the city of Detroit? I have to let them know. We have to be in the newsroom battling for the good stories for us. So if we tell the bad, we have to tell the good, too. So if you look at my history, I try my best to do a lot of good stories in our community. Uh, in fact, I did a, a series that I'm bringing back called Against All Odds where I would actually follow kids in the city of Detroit who struggled. Like even one young man, I followed his life, really. He was thrown away from his family, didn't have a mom, didn't have a dad. He was living in an empty house, didn't have any food. A nurse in Southfield literally took this boy in to her family because her son told her about this young man, raised him up. This young man got a scholarship. He's at Western Michigan right now, doing well, graduated from high school, got a scholarship. He was a football player as well. But I try and do stories like that, kids making it against all odds. No matter what you're facing, you can always make it. So that, that's why I still have a burning desire to, to work in journalism, to show a good face for journalism, and to make young people in Detroit uh, know that no matter what you've been through, you can still make it and be successful. The Bible says, where there is no vision, the people perish. Hi, I'm Michael Nimmons, Executive Director of the Vision Initiative, a nonprofit organization designed to give young people a new vision for themselves through mentorship programs, job and skills training, empowerment sessions, and much more. 
Help support the Vision Initiative by donating to this worthwhile cause. Just go to facebook.com forward slash the Vision Initiative and make a donation to assist in helping inner city and urban youth see themselves in a whole new way. Listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and now available on Spotify. Subscribe today. Miss the show where we talked church hurt with international evangelist, author, and worship leader, Elder Aaron Porter. This controversial topic of church hurt. I want to put this disclaimer out there. We're not talking about it from a position of perfection or a position of judgment or condemnation, but uh, we are approaching this subject with great humility, uh, sincerity. Catch it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and now available on Spotify. Just to piggyback off that, um, and I would say this, the grace that we extend to ourselves while God is working on us is the same grace we must extend to others while God is working on them. Have you purchased Michael Nimmin's new book entitled Vision? It is definitely a bestseller in the making. Endorsed by presiding bishops, pastors, ministers, best-selling authors, and more. Listen to what Dr. Eddie Connor had to say. Vision is a riveting book filled with spiritual keys and pragmatic principles. The insights shared by Michael Nimitz will inspire you to manifest your vision to receive provision. As you read, you will be encouraged to embark on your own vision from within. Michael Nimmons offers a riveting and thought-provoking perspective on how spiritual vision transcends both natural and mental vision and propels you to your place of destiny and purpose in God. Available online everywhere books are sold. Get your copy today. Stephanie D. Sanders, an award-winning singer-songwriter, actress, and now author, has a three-pack combo with her new book, audiobook, and original CD entitled One More Day. Get your copies right now on Amazon, Kindle, and Ill to Death. Check out her website at www.epkstephaniedsanders.com or email her at bookstephaniedsanders at yahoo.com. Stay tuned for more motivation, more inspiration, and more empowerment on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked. I know you are enjoying our interview with Emmy-winning news anchor from WXYZ Channel 7, Carolyn Clifford. 
Let's get back into this insightful and powerful interview. Now that's truly remarkable. That is truly remarkable. I know you are enjoying our interview with Emmy Award winning journalist and broadcaster WXYZ's own anchor woman, Miss Carolyn Clifford. We are truly excited about her being on the show with us on tonight. Um, you know, according to your bio, uh, as a journalist, you've interviewed some very influential people throughout your career from former President Barack Obama to Michael Jordan, uh, from Oprah Winfrey to Magic Johnson. Uh, I want you to tell our listeners who has been your most memorable interview. Well, bar none, my my proudest moment was definitely going to the White House in Washington, D.C. and standing right in front of Barack Obama, President, former President Barack Obama. Um, and the reason that was such a special interview is because normally, if you look at the history of television stations, normally when a presidential candidate is in town, at least for me, they would always send the male uh, journalist. You know, my co-anchor mm. would always uh, get a chance to interview presidential candidates or if a president came in town. But in this particular case, I was invited to the White House to interview uh, President Barack Obama. And there were only a handful of journalists selected from across the country to come to Washington and interview him. And uh, that was that was pretty, pretty amazing. So um, I, I can't I you know, he stands above any other interview that I've ever done. And even if I uh, I, I can't imagine anybody who would who would top that. I I totally agree with you. I wish I had the opportunity to um, interview him as well. He seems like such a charismatic and um, uh, intelligent um, uh, individual. Uh, seem to be polar opposites from uh, the current president that uh, <laughs> that we have, uh, who will um, remain nameless. <laughs> um, can't even t- I can't even touch on that, but what I will touch on is, yes, uh, President Barack Obama was just what you see on television. He was charismatic. He was, he was wonderful. He was nice to me and to my photographer. And again, I only had five minutes with him, but those five minutes were, uh, were pretty amazing. And he was, he was really nice, really nice. Cool. Oh, I, I know you all are enjoying our interview with um, Emmy Award winning uh, anchor woman Carolyn Clifford we're so happy to have her on the show uh, with us on tonight and she was just sharing with us um, uh, some insights on one of her most memorable interviews with President Barack Obama and speaking of um, you know the press and speaking of the White House um, it seems to me the freedom of the press and the right of free speech are two of our most important freedoms afforded to us by the Constitution of the United States. But when you look at what's happening uh, at 1600 Pennsylvania Pennsylvania Avenue in the current administration as it relates to the American press and what's happening in the NFL protests, I want to know from you, um, Carolyn, do you think that these rights are being infringed upon, ironically, by our own government? Um, let me just say this. That's that's a, a, a very controversial topic. 
And all I will say is this. As journalists, we just have to keep doing what we're doing day in and day out. All we can do is report the truth in a non-biased manner, and everything else will work itself out. I can't speak on what this uh, President Donald Trump is doing in the White House and his method of dealing with the, the press. All I can say for me as a journalist working in the Motor City, I just have to always stay right down the middle and report the news in an unbiased manner, no matter which, you know, which line you draw, whether you're Republican, whether you're a Democrat, whether you're an independent, um, political matters, again, we, we report it straight down the middle. And let me just say one other thing, um, and, and I really don't touch on very many controversial issues, but I will say this about Colin Kaepernick. I was um, amazed when I saw someone do a, a, a long story on Colin Kaepernick and how he started that protest. I don't think a lot of people know that when Colin Kaepernick first started his protest, and I'm not saying I agree with the way he protests, started this protest or not. I'm not saying I agree with players kneeling or whether I think they should stand. But what I will say is this. When he initially started his own individual protest, Colin Kaepernick, he was sitting. And then there was an, a veteran from the military who came to Colin Kaepernick and said, Colin, I do not like the way I see you sitting on the sidelines when the national anthem is played. Would you mind if I come talk to you and visit with you? And so Colin Kaepernick vet met with this uh, military guy, and he said, that's so disrespectful. Would you mind if I come with you and we can kneel on the sideline together? I will protest with you by kneeling, but please don't sit during the national anthem. That's how that protest started with Colin Kaepernick. Um, so I think a lot of people don't know that in our community. Again, whether you agree with what Colin Kaepernick does or other NFL players, that's not what I'm, I'm here to discuss. I was in the Army ROTC at Michigan State University, so I believe anybody in our military, especially our African-American boys, our Caucasian boys, our Hispanic brothers, anybody who puts on a uniform and gives their life for our freedoms in this country, they should be held to the highest uh, regard in this country. So again, I'm not going to get into whether I like the protest, not like the protest, but Colin Kaepernick's um, right to do what he did. I just think a lot of people need to know how it came about. He, he didn't just start kneeling on his own. He did it along with one of our military veterans, which is really important for people to know. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, we talked about um, that protest in one of our earlier shows um and uh and how it uh, all came about and you know uh, i like many of uh, those that that were listening um you know had mixed emotions about uh the protest in fact uh i initially thought that uh he was kneeling or sitting because he was at odds with um his uh, coach at the time because he had been benched over uh, the quarterback that was uh, starting ahead of him, um, and and it was a really a sign of protest against the coach. But when he came out and um, verbalized the reason for uh, his protest, um, you know, I thought then that um, that took a lot of courage, and um, and uh, and it and it still I think um, is very courageous. 
uh, for him to uh, have ultimately put his career on the line uh, to to send a message. He's basically lost his career because of it, which is a uh, right tragic. And and now, I mean, if, as you see in the NFL, they're changing the rules and saying what players can and cannot do. So we'll all just kind of sit back and watch uh, what happens. But I don't want to see another player uh, lose their job or lose their livelihood for their for their family because of doing what they believe in. Right. And and that's why I brought up the this question, which I believe is um, so apropos, um, given the current climate of um, of our nation uh, when it comes to protests like Colin Kaepernick and, uh, you know, the freedom of speech and freedom of the press. You know, um, you mentioned earlier um, you didn't really want to go into um, your thoughts about um, were those rights being infringed upon. But I just would like to know, and I'm curious, um, you can uh, answer or decline <laughs> decline it if you if you like but I want to know you know what are your thoughts or what comes to mind when you're constantly hearing the president of the United States call the news or, or call the press the enemy of the people you know and using terms like or phrases like fake news I mean what 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 are some of the things that come to mind when you hear the uh, the leader of the free world, the president of this country, uh, called the media uh, the enemy of the people. I, I would say this. Of course, the press is not the enemy of the people. We do our jobs day in and day out, and that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to sit there, tell the truth again in an unbiased manner. It's not about what we think. It's just about the facts. Not fake news, not lies. We just tell the facts. And, and again, if we all do our jobs, then our work will stand for itself. And then people will have to judge what the president does. It's, it's not about what we say. It's about the voters. It's about citizens in this country. I mean, you know, the citizens have to speak with who they want in that office or who they don't want in that office. So I'm not going to get into some you know, controversial discussion about what our president does, what he says, and what he doesn't say. You know what I mean? Because it's for the right. people to decide. Me as a journalist, I, I do my job day in and day out. Again, I tell the truth. I, I let the facts speak for themselves. So, you know, he can say what he wants to say. That's his right as the president of the United States. And again, if people don't like it, then the people have to speak. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. Miss the show featuring singer extraordinaire, Miss Stephanie D. Sanders. You mentioned something when you were talking about your book earlier, an incident that uh, inspired you to write the book. Can you tell our listeners about that incident? Catch it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, TuneIn, and now on iHeartRadio. I know I'm not going to necessarily touch everybody, but I am here to touch somebody. And it wasn't until I got to that point to where I could really live in my truth and, and say, I'm putting this out, and I'm putting this book out, and I'm going to put this audio book out. 
somebody needs it aside from me. So, I'm sorry. You tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. It's their birthday. They need a gift for that special someone. Then call KCN Designs and sit back and smile. KCN Designs specialize in custom-made all-occasion baskets that are sure to make that special someone smile. Call KCN Designs today at 248-820-3691. That's 248-820-3691 and order your custom basket today. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. This is Brenda Jones. I am the candidate for Michigan 13th Congressional District, and I am live on the air on Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. The Thinking Out Loud Radio Show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. service then look no further than consumer tax connect this is a full service preparation and bookkeeping service that prides itself on great customer service professionalism and getting results have tax returns that still need to be filed or getting audited or having issues with irs call consumer tax connect today at 248-395-0079 that's 248-395-0079 consumer tax connect a tax service design with you in mind Have you purchased Michael Nimmin's new book entitled Vision? It is definitely a bestseller in the making. This book is full of positive insights on vision from people like President Barack Obama, Nelson Mandela, and Dr. Miles Monroe. Michael Nimmin's offers a riveting and thought-provoking perspective on how spiritual vision transcends both natural and mental vision and propels you to your place of destiny and purpose in God. It is definitely a must-have. Just $20 for hard copy and $3.99 in ebook format. Available online everywhere books are sold. Get your copy today. I hope you enjoyed our interview with Emmy-winning news anchor from WXYZ Channel 7, Carolyn Clifford. Let's hear the conclusion of this powerful interview. Absolutely, absolutely. I know you are enjoying our interview with Emmy Award-winning 
uh, news anchor for Channel 7, WXYZ's own Miss Carolyn Clifford. She's on the Thinking Out Loud radio show with us on tonight, and we truly appreciate her being with us and uh, just sharing with us some insights uh, into the industry and broadcast journalism and giving us um, uh, some of her experiences. And we truly appreciate, again, her being with us. So, you know, Miss uh, Carolyn, you are the role, a role model for many Many of our young people, I'm sure, uh, in the city of Detroit and even across the state of Michigan, possibly even across the country uh, for the work that you do as a broadcast journalist and the work that you do as, uh, you know, as a community activist. Uh, But I want to know from you, uh, who are some of your mentor mentors or role models? Um, I speak about this quite a bit. Um, Growing up in the city of Detroit um, and being the youngest of nine kids, you know, my mom went through a lot of um, challenges. She is a a survivor of domestic violence. So if you read in my bio, I speak at a lot of domestic violence shelters. I speak to a lot of uh, women's groups and, um, you know, I volunteer and that's really deep in my heart. But again, because my mom is a survivor, I've seen members of my family in domestic violence um, situations. It's in the news right now with the uh, coach of Ohio State University and his assistant coach who was fired because of the domestic violence situation. So when I think about a role model, I think about my own mom. I, you know, a lot of people will say, oh, Oprah Winfrey is my role model. Or back in the day, um, I, uh, Barbara Walters was my role model for uh, journalism. I think Oprah Winfrey names Barbara Walters. But for me, my role model was my mom, who went to work day in and day out and kept her kids safe in the city of Detroit. Uh, she made a way out of no way, starting a, an exterminating company out of the trunk of her car and keeping us safe and getting us out of that situation without signing up for welfare. So my number one role model, I would have to say, uh, is my mom. And that's why when I'm speaking in the city of Detroit, uh, I welcome kids looking to me as a role model, but I always let them know, I don't care if your mama is a crackhead, I don't care if your dad left home, there's always a way to make it out of any crazy situation if you keep God in your life and and you believe and you have other people who can help you, there's a way out of no way. When you think there's there's just no hope, there's always hope. There's always, you know, a way to make it to the top and be successful despite how you grew up and despite whether you came from money or not, despite whether you got a great education or not, there's, there's always a way. Absolutely, absolutely. I am enjoying our interview with news anchor for Channel 7 WXYZ's own Miss Carolyn Clifford. We're so happy to have her on the show with us on tonight and truly appreciate all of her insights into broadcast journalism, her talking about the NABJ, the National Association of Broadcast of Black journalists um they're convening and having their convention here in the great city of detroit and um you know as we wrap this interview with uh miss carolyn clifford uh we want to know um you know um what advice would you give um an aspiring journalist or broadcaster i know we have young people that listen to our show um, all the time and 
you know, I mentor young people myself and I'm sure um, there are those that are listening on tonight would love to know from you. What are some keys um, and some um, some things that they should be uh, looking to do uh, if they aspire to be uh, a broadcast journalist like yourself? Well, I'll, I'll say this. When I started out in the business, I started in radio first, and that gave me the chance to work on my voice without worrying about, you know, my look, my clothes, you know, my weight, all of the things that we always have to worry about. But I would tell any young aspiring journalist to work on your craft, and meaning so many kids today will see what you're doing and they say, you know, I want to come into the business and I want to be an anchor like you, but they don't want to look at what it took for you to get to the seat that you're in now. So it took me 10 years to make it back home, and I did have to work in really small markets and not make much money. You heard me say that I had to go from Lansing to Raleigh, North Carolina. I spent time in Orlando, Florida. I spent time in Pittsburgh before I came home. And the reason for that is because sometimes when you land in a really big market and you're not ready, you'll lose your seat, you'll lose your job, or you won't get promoted. So I always say start out small. When I started in Lansing, that was the 100th largest television market in the country, but I had to learn every job in the newsroom, which means I had to work the assignment desk. I had to write. I had to produce. I had to edit. I had to, uh, well, I got a chance to anchor a little bit, but I, you know, I did everything. And I would ask different questions. For instance, when I first got in that newsroom, if there was a reporter sitting there, I wanted to know how long it should take me to put a report together. So if we had to do a, a, it's called a voiceover in television, or if we have to do a package in television, which is what you see um, on our newscast day in and day out, I wanted to know how much time it should take for me to write a VO, how much time it should take for me to write a package. And I would listen and I'd work on it because you're under deadline pressure always, always. The other thing I tell young people um, listening is don't wait until the last minute to come visit somebody. Whenever I'm at a school or I'm out in public and I'm talking to a young person, I say, come shadow me for a day at the television station. I invite a lot of young people to watch what I do for a day. Either you're going to love it or you're going to hate it, but you're going to realize it's not glamorous, there's a lot of pressure, and you really have to work hard to move up in this business and to stay in this business. And lastly, I'll tell any young person, from my first day um, as an intern, I was always told by older people to dress the part you want to play. So meaning, if you're walking into a radio station, uh, if you're walking to a television station and you're an intern or you're working, dress the part you want to play. Don't come in in jeans. Don't come in sloppy. Don't come in all tatted up. You know what I mean? Make sure your hair is done. Make sure your clothes look professional. Make sure you're always speaking professional because someone is always watching. They're always watching and always taking note and always saying, hmm, that Michael over there, can we hire him? Would he fit in this newsroom? Is he on time? Is he early? Is he eager to learn? Or is he sitting back and acting lazy and not volunteering and not working hard? So I've always been the one to arrive early, to leave late, and I still do that even to this day. Wow. I know that is some great advice. I hope you guys are listening uh, to words of wisdom from one of Detroit's best, uh, one of uh, Michigan's best, one of the nation's best anchors, 
uh, Miss Carolyn Clifford, Emmy Award winning anchor with WXYZ Channel 7. And we've, we've been so blessed to have had her on the Thinking Out Loud radio show with us on tonight. So, again, as we wrap this interview, I want you to tell our listeners how they can follow you, how they can, uh, you know, we I'm sure you're on Twitter. That's where we were connecting. Um, but uh, you have a Facebook page. You're on Instagram and uh, all over social media. So I want you to tell our listeners how they can can connect with you outside of just watching you on the news uh, as we get ready to wrap this interview with uh, Channel 7's own Carolyn Clifford. Uh, the best way you can, you can tweet me at Carolyn Clifford, WXYZ. Um, I, I'm on Twitter every night speaking to um, our viewers. I call it hashtag Nightsiders because I work nightside, of course. I get to work at about 2 o'clock and I don't leave work until 11.45. So always tweet me if you have a question. Uh, you can always follow me on, on Facebook. And I do Instagram uh, a, a little bit, but definitely on Facebook and definitely on uh, a Twitter. Um, do that. And if you're a young person and you're listening to me, definitely tweet me if you ever want to shadow me at the station and come uh, follow me around. I have a lot of young people who have come to see me from NABJ uh, who are doing great things. I had a young reporter by the name of Kristen Pierce who was a reporter at Channel 7 and uh, she's one of my mentees, and she's now a weekend anchor and reporter in New Orleans. And she was visiting visiting me last night at the station. Um, the, so there are there are a lot of kids who are working in the business, and and I'm glad to say that I had a hand uh, in their in their work and them moving up and being successful in in broadcast journalism or in the newspaper business or on radio. So, wow, what what a remarkable. Uh, way to uh, to give back and I'm sure uh, that individual was very appreciative of the opportunity to shadow someone like yourself well uh, Miss Clifford thank you again Carolyn thank you again for being on the Thinking Out Loud radio show I know you are a very busy woman but we thank you the listeners thank you and I thank you for taking time to be with us on tonight and we hope and pray Nothing but the best for you in the days, the weeks, and the months to come. God bless you. God bless you, too. Thank you for having me, and uh, thank you to all of your listeners uh, listening to me, and, and make sure you watch me on, on Channel 7. I'd really, really appreciate that. All right. God bless you. This is Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. We'll be right back. Stay tuned for more motivation, more inspiration, and more empowerment on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked. Miss the show featuring CEO of Man Made Productions, Rochelle Mann. Snoop D-O-double-G I want to know from you What were your thoughts about His involvement and participation In the Super Bowl Gospel Celebration Catch it on Apple Podcasts Google Play Music Tune in And now on iHeartRadio Um, okay So initially my first response was Huh? But only for 2.2 seconds In past years we, We had other Non-gospel artists 
Most people don't know or understand the vision behind the Super Bowl gospel celebration. Here's one plain way that I put it. It gave us a license to say Jesus. You're tuned in to the Three Hour Radio Show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. Got the munchies? Call Munchie! If you worked all day, need a break? Call Munchie! Having a party for the big game? Call Munchie! If you want some off-water pizza and wings? Call Munchie! Call 248-476-7272. Located at 345278. Facebook about it, tweet about it, Instagram about it. Make the show a part of your weekly routine. Tuesdays from 8 to 9 p.m. on Blog Talk Radio. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. This is Michael Eric Dyson, and when I'm in Detroit, I listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, dropping that knowledge, giving that inspiration, giving us that enlightenment. Nobody does it like Brother Michael does it. Do your thing. Holla. Peace. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and now available on Spotify. Subscribe today. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. It's time, 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 In today's Star of the Week, we take a look at another one of my favorite scriptures in the Word of God. I would like to share some of the reasons why it's one of my favorite scriptures with you as well. In Jeremiah 1 and 5, it's a scripture where God speaks very candidly and prophetically to the prophet Jeremiah about his past, his present, and his future. He says, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee, and before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee and ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. What amazing expectations that God had for the prophet Jeremiah. But what's even more amazing is that this scripture doesn't just apply to the prophet Jeremiah, but it also applies directly to you and I. Which is the first reason I like this scripture so much. 
Because God is not only talking to Jeremiah about his purpose and destiny, but he's also talking directly to you and I. You see, God in this scripture is peeling back the curtain of time and eternity and giving us a glimpse of what he was thinking about even before he created us. He says, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And the word knew in the context of this text means revealed. Our purpose was revealed even before you were a proverbial twinkle in your mother's eye. The scripture speaks to the deliberate and intentional preparation for our creation that took place even before we were created. God knew us even before we knew ourselves. God knew us even before our parents knew us. God knew us even before our parents knew themselves. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you're supposed to be here. The second reason this is my favorite scripture is not only does this scripture apply directly to us, but it reveals not just our purpose, but the steps that God took before we were born to ensure that we're going to be just what he wanted us to be. He says, before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee and I ordained thee to be a prophet unto the nations. God ordained and sanctified us to be what he purposed for us to be. In other words, he qualified us to be what he wants us to be. We don't have to worry about credentials or licensing. We don't have to worry about who's going to accept us or who's going to like us. God has already taken care of that in the beginning. You see, sometimes we are so consumed by what other people are going to say or think about what God has called us to do. But if you truly believe that God called you, if you truly believe that this is the purpose that he's given for you, then walk in it no matter who likes it or not. There should be a boldness that comes with the purpose that God has given you. And finally, the last reason this is one of my favorite scriptures is because of the final three words of verse five, where God reveals to Jeremiah the destination of his purpose, and it is unto the nations. What God was thinking about for you even before the beginning wasn't just for you, but it was unto the nations or in other words it was for the world you see there is an entire subset of people that God has earmarked for the purpose he gave to you there are people that he has strategically set aside for you to reach with a purpose he has assigned to you this is why your existence matters this is why your being matters this is why your life matters don't let anybody tell you that you don't matter or your life doesn't matter God thought enough of you to think about you even before the foundations of the world your purpose was the very reason God created the earth 
The earth is the canvas that God created for you to demonstrate the purpose he placed inside of you. And whatever that purpose is, whatever God sanctified and ordained you to be was big enough for him to create the earth to house it. So it must be special enough for you and I to pursue it. I'm reminded of the simple and yet poignant words of Dr. King when talking about the passion with which we should pursue our God-given purpose irrespective of its scale or its size. He says, if you can't be a pine on the top of a hill, be a scrub in the valley, but be the best little scrub on the side of the hill. Be a bush if you can't be a tree. If you can't be a highway, just be a trail. If you can't be the sun, be a star. It isn't by size that you win or you fail, but be the best at whatever you are. I know you enjoyed our interview with Emmy-winning news anchor WXYZ Channel 7's own Carolyn Clifford. I love her humility and her commitment to her job as a news reporter. Remember, you can follow her on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Of course, she says she's on Twitter the most doing the hashtag or using the hashtag Nightsiders. This is the group that's up with her doing and after her 11 p.m. broadcast on Channel 7. Be sure to let her know how much you enjoyed her interview on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Next week, we've got another great show in store for you. We're talking with uh, Dr. Hakeem Lumumba. He is a counselor and psychologist. We're going to be talking about the subject of bullying. Uh, talking about... Um, are young people being bullied uh, on next week's show? And it's amazing some of the things that came out of this interview. You definitely don't want to miss next week's show. And thank you again for tuning in this week and every week for that matter. We hope that you enjoyed tonight's show. So until next time, when we're talking with Dr. Hakeem Lumumba, always remember if you think it, you can believe it. If you believe it, you can see it. If you can see it, then you can be it. If you can be it, you can achieve it. The power rests within you. The mind is the most powerful muscle in your body. Use what you got to get what you want. The power is in you. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thanks for listening.
Thank you for listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast. Be sure to support all of our show sponsors. If you like the show, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, or TuneIn. Want to book Michael Nimmons for a speaking engagement, book signing, or corporate event? Send an email to contact at michaelnimmons.org. Be sure to follow the show on all of his social media accounts on Twitter at TOL Radio Show, on Instagram at the TOL Radio Show, and on our Facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud Radio. Are you an entrepreneur and want to advertise? Become a Thinking Out Loud Radio Show partner. Send an email to Thinking Out Loud Radio Show at gmail.com. We have some affordable advertising packages just for you. The Thinking Out Loud Radio Show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Thank you.